It's time for your Wednesday Exchange with Teresa Tulipana and Brett Kaufman, where we discuss upcoming trends in leadership and education. Hello there, Brett Kaufman. How are you? Hi, Teresa Tulipana. Hey, you know what? I'm doing great, except for, you know what? One of our, one of our, our fans let me know <gasps> that they didn't like our theme music. You're kidding. Nope. Nope. Said it sounded too, uh, kind of like, you know, like a little... <laughs> to something, something. Yeah, just it was it was not not what who it doesn't describe who we are. The hmm, music doesn't go along with us. So, oh, that was well, we need to find some new music. I guess we do. So, that's what I'll be doing this weekend is write new music for the the theme song. You know, I think that's a great job for the weekend. Yeah, I I I I don't know what's your what's your thoughts on a feel for the theme song music. Well, that is an interesting question because, you know, it can't be too serious. Although yeah. sometimes we talk about serious things. Can't be too lighthearted and always happy because although we talk about fun stuff like that, sometimes we have to talk about serious stuff. So how do you hit that sweet spot, right? Well, you know, you could always go with the reggae feel because then you got your conscious mu- consciousness and music <laughs> yeah. and, along with your uh, along with your levity. I like I a little reggae. It, uh, yeah, and I can write it in a minor key, and that way, kind of, even though it's positive and kind of, it's kind of got a, it's it's got a little bit of a negative feel, but it's it's got a push pull to it. I I like that, and plus, you know, here's what the other thing. We can change our music as often as we want. Yeah. So keep complaining, people. You know, you aren't you aren't gonna throw me. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, we could just keep changing it up. See if anybody yeah. notices. I think so. And, uh, and I won't say ahead. it was a comp- I, I won't I won't say it was a complaint. I th- I think it was more of a noticing. And I thought I, you know, feedback. I like that. Yeah, it's good feedback because they were it's like feedback. And, and the feedback I heard was it doesn't really fit you guys. It's, you know, come with something, come with something a little bit more, uh, you know, in tune like, to what you're, well, yeah, to what you say. So, good. so did that person have any genre suggestions or any ideas or? I, I, I know for a fact that this person will not like reggae. <laughs> well, then let's not do <laughs> reggae. We, we can't afford to lose a listener. That, well, yeah, that's true. Okay, so better not do. Can't afford to lose the listener. Better not do the. Okay, I'm making a note here. Hold on. Do, do not do reggae. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about music. I know you're a music. I don't even know what we were supposed to talk about today, but now we're going to talk about music. Well, wait. What we were supposed to talk about, I got to <laughs> remind you, is social studies because it's right after the election. Oh, but since right. we still we still don't have a president. So, well, we have a president. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we don't know who our next one is. Right. We don't have a president elect yet. We do not, which honestly, I'm going to come back to music in a mi- minute. Talk about some great social studies lessons happening right now about the whole election process and 
uh, electoral college and how, you know, and thinking about like, why are some states all or nothing and two states, you know, are proportional and it's how, how about about a great debate that kids could have. Should it be proportional or all or one? All right, go ahead. Sorry, well, I cut you. I, no, well, I, no I, I will tell you, I remember uh, an essay I had to write for the school newspaper back in college in like mm-hmm. 1992. And okay. I was, I was, I was supposed to take the side of that every vote, vote counts and that you should vote. Mm-hmm. And then I had someone, I had someone else say, no, your votes don't count because of the electoral college and you, you don't have to worry about right. it and everything like that. And I go back to this, it's coming down to one vote. I mean, it, it literally is coming down to Omaha, few, Nebraska. Yeah. Only a few thousand votes. Yeah. And, and it's, if you, if people still have that, that lame excuse for not voting that my vote really doesn't count because it goes towards the electoral college, blah, blah, blah. Look, folks, it's the system. It's the system we got. They're the rules we've got right now. Vote. And I absolutely, I feel like people really heard that this year and they, and they got out there and did it. Yeah. So I'm kind of interested in this idea of, you know, why the electoral college is what it is. And so I've been hearing lots of debates about, you know, what the impetus of its creation was. And then somebody was sharing that if every state went proportional in, you know, a lot, in many, 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 many different elections, like it would have made no difference that the only election of record where if states were proportional, that the outcome would have been different was Obama McCain. Mm. McCain would have won if we had proportional. I found that interesting. Just found it interesting. Okay. Well, I, then, then, uh, then I guess for, the majority of history except for that one election it it is of no consequence it is of no consequence okay and so then uh, you think of a popular vote like how many times would that have been different well i'm gonna i'm gonna take a different track okay go want. for it i mean all right because here here is my take now god i i, I like okay so from what i've read when the founders wanted the electoral college. Okay. Okay. We still didn't have like, you still had whole blocks of people, you know, slaves. We still had slaves, women, uh, women, Mm -hmm. um, men, white men without property, no Mm -hmm. vote. Mm -hmm. Okay. It was strictly white men with property could vote in this country. So you had to be, you had to have some kind of personal asset wealth on the books right okay uh and you know this is back when they still had debtors prisons and everything else okay so the the you know these guys had all gone through the enlightenment when they when the founders you know put this together they were quoting montesso and and uh hobbs and Locke, and i mean all of this stuff was in our 
it was part of our founding, right? right? And one of the things that um, that they that came up was the idea, um, and I think it was Plato, who basically said the best form of government would be a government with wise philosophers mm-hmm. who would run the country. And, you know, these were the guys who were writing the constitution at that time. Right. And so they basically, they agreed with that. And they thought, what if we give people the right to vote? And what if they choose a fool? Okay. Yeah. We need, we need, we need something to trump that bad choice. Did you use Trump on purpose? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. I, I'm not teaching social studies anymore, so I don't have to hide uh, <laughs> a lot of my yes, uh, true uh, my thing. All right, so but but here's the thing: the the idea behind the electoral college was to give to give a ruling class, okay, the ability to limit uh, bad leaders. Like if they thought that the electorate had elected a very bad leader, right. The ruling classes could, could get rid of that. And that was the idea behind the electoral college. Can I, and it, and you know, yeah. Okay. So here's a question because somebody on a talk radio show and I didn't know enough and neither did the people fielding the comment, somebody added to what you're saying and said, part of it, it, was to keep a southerner from being president was that well you know the the interesting piece would have been the interesting piece on that would have been the very first election Uh that was held where they allowed men white men without property to vote right was the election in which andrew jackson became the president interesting okay and then second, I would say to whoever made that comment, was George Washington a Southerner? Was Thomas Jefferson a Southerner? Yeah, is Virginia a Southern state? <laughs> Correct. I would say as it being the capital of the Confederacy, it's probably a Southern state. Yeah. Yeah. So and not I, buying that, not buying that. Yeah, the radio person didn't buy it either, but they didn't have enough just you know background to have a good argument with the person i guess yeah. so interesting yeah i'm not you're not buying that so no i mean why would i i mean my god how many of our first presidents owned slaves oh yeah i mean come on right so here's a history social studies question i have for you um and guess where I get all my historic knowledge that I'm about to share with you from the musical Hamilton. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. So way back in the beginning of our country, two people tried to be president and whoever came in, whoever the loser was became vice president. When did that change and how did that change? After, after Jefferson and, uh, okay. And, uh, Burr. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. So here's my thing, and you're the social studies person on this phone call or this podcast. 
like absent all this historical social studies history background like i feel like i need it to eat to make better sense of what's going on right now which i think makes social studies critical okay go for it okay so it it is and that and the okay so this is my take solely me okay uh but my take has always been, and my, my educational philosophy has always been, that the reason we have public schools is to educate a democratic citizenry. Okay. So that, so that they can make good choices mm-hmm. for leadership or run right. for, to be leaders and representatives. So that we have, uh, and that's the only way liberal democracies can work. And I don't say liberal as in right, I know capital L liberal. Yeah. I'm talk- okay. Uh, that's the only way that a liberal democracy can work. And we forever have been a shining emblem of liberal democracy working. Okay. And that was our bastion. That was the hope of the world was to see that democracy working as a form of government. Because the other form of government that was that, that is around the world is authoritarianism, right? In one form or another, and so we people people want our democracy to work. Yes. Period. And so, in order for that to happen, you have to have strong social studies. And the thing that I think is disgusting from a, a national standpoint is that we have. We have all but given up on social studies education in the last twenty years in in, in public schooling. Right. We have we have we have uh, relegated social studies in high school to a thir- uh, to a half credit American government class. That the, when the kids when the kids come out of it, they couldn't even pass the constant like the citizenship test. Right. That that people are trying to take to, to become, become naturalized yeah. naturalized citizens. And so I just find it to be, uh, you know, the, you know, it used to be one of the core classes. And when we started into testing, reading and math, mm-hmm. it took a backseat to all that. But when you really think about reading and, and right now, I love it because I just, I'm, how how many people are having to do math in their head right now just doing the vote yeah what, right? how many more for 270 yeah right yeah you know and it's social studies critical for all of it yeah so you know it puts everything in context that's what I and so too. yeah you know all these schools that want to go towards project-based learning and stem and steam you know i i don't care who you are if you're an engineer uh you know, building a, well, I mean, if you're building an IT firm, if you're building a social media magnet, if you're doing games, whatever you're doing, if you think that you're not going to have government regulation come on to you right. at some point in whatever business you're doing. Yeah. If, if you don't know anything about politics and about your political systems and how you get things changed, good luck to you. Well, and even just all the other areas of social studies, understanding how societies change, you know, the human element, um, all of that too. Not, not just, psych- not just civics, not just civics, but right. everything else. Oh, geography, right. geology. Oh, well, you know, uh, uh, just 
yeah. So, all the aspects of social studies with psychology, sociology. Uh, I mean, well, is- and even understanding why, you know, some of the the concept of, you know, the way different states like Missouri, for example, you know, went mostly blue in our metropolitan areas. Like, why? Like, that's a social studies topic. Yeah. To me. Yeah. It's- why? Why in the in the rural areas? Yeah in the farms in the farm farm areas and the and the places where people are you know in small towns why do they go for uh why are they red why are they yeah. republican what, do they what, do? what is it about the republican party that that appeals to them right and it's the individualism yeah yeah social studies was definitely I, f- I forgot thank you for reminding me but what a timely topic even though uh the election process is still going on with the count so much that we can learn from it oh my gosh yes and you know what we actually get to see other citizens across the country who are like us yeah you know we get to see we get to see rather than always being torn with the divisiveness of what this i wish we had this going on because I'm going to tell you something, Teresa. I have been watching. I've been going channel surfing between Fox and CNN, <laughs> yeah. and uh, to see to see the biases, right? Okay. And I'm going to be very honest with you, okay. I hurts me to say this. Uh-oh. Hurts me to say this. But the the commentators on Fox, not the not the the anchors on Fox, are far less biased. Wow. Okay, the guests on Fox are far more. Interesting. Okay. So the professionals that are the anchors are trying to be as fair as possible and unbiased. Yeah. But, but then uh, and, and who their program director chooses to bring on as their guests are more biased. Interesting. Yeah. But I also think it's interesting that Fox gave Arizona to, yeah. uh, to Biden and is counting everything at uh, like way, way, I mean, 264, I think is what they're counting everything Mm -hmm. at. And yet CNN and all the other channels are at 253. Exactly. Yes. So. Yeah. Just It isn't. It's, that's the thing. If people could, instead of getting emotionally responsive to what's going on, I mean, we, I've done everything I can do. I voted. Right. Right. So now, um, now stand witness to it and don't be such an emotional wreck and see what, yeah, just like think about things like what you're thinking about. Like, how are people portraying things? Why are certain people reacting this way or counting this way? Yeah. Stand with. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just been, it's, I actually, I, I feel it's a more, as as people are watching, if they are watching, and uh, as they're they're getting a better understanding of why we need to stand united, yeah, absolutely. And uh, and hopefully so that'll be hope- the goal. What happens? Yeah, and no matter how it absolutely. turns out, hopefully there will be some some healing that comes out of this election to where we can just say, okay, you know, yeah. There's not a where we're at. them. It's just us. Yeah right yeah 
I don't, you know, I, I just don't, I don't think there will be, but we, uh, we can do our part. Yeah. We're, we're so partisan right now that everybody, somebody's going to feel aggrieved no matter what, what the outcome. So, you know, we just got, we're stronger than that. Yes, we are. That's why we need social, we, that's why we need we social do. studies. We're stronger than that. We do. And so I'm going to wrap us up going back to music. Okay. okay. Good. So honestly, if you think historically, how music has totally represented what is going on in society. And, you know, I mean, I think it's, you know, during the 60s and the Vietnam War, there was so much music that that was about peace and love and understanding and and, you know, I think back to when Obama was running for president, Will I Am had lots of songs out about change and his message. And so I guess I'm wondering what kind of music do we think is going to come out of or is there already music coming out of this partisan, divisive state that we're in? What are your thoughts? No, there's definitely music coming out right now in the partisan. I mean, it, you know, and it's not meant to just appeal to a party. I, I mean, there's definitely uh, music coming out right now. That's like a comment. That's um, like a commentary on what's going on in society is what I guess I'm trying to say. Right. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. And, and I think this is the interesting part. Okay. okay? Um, back in the sixties. Okay. Was the art, you know, this is the big, this is the classic piece. You know what, Teresa? Here's what we got to do. Gotta okay, here's what okay. we got to do. This is a top, this is a topic we need to go into. Let's talk about music. Okay, this, this, yes, yes, next week. This is a, this is not, this is not something we want to do. It's but, not a, uh, it, it's too deep. Yeah. It's, it's too deep. It's, you know, and we, so uh, we, we got at least 20 minutes to talk about yeah. this. Yeah. It's too good. It's too good. I don't want to waste okay. it. So that's your tease for next week. Our tease week. is, and if you, if oh, a listener man. has any thoughts on how music is a commentary or how it divides us or how it unites us, I'd love to hear their thoughts as well. I need, I need the, the, the kids who know the music of today, because I'm not, I'm, a, I'm not there up is on it, man. there right now and I can't think of it but so it's good that I have time to find the name of it but it's kind yeah. of a commentary okay. on um the Black Lives Matter um, okay. um things right. that are going okay so next week let's talk next music week. and society music and social studies the blending of the two <laughs> it sounds good all right, Teresa. It's good. Okay. Well, maybe to you. next time we talk, we'll have, we'll know who our next president is. No, right, you never know. I'm gonna hold <laughs> out right. hope. Otherwise, you have a great day. All right. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. This has been the Wednesday Exchange with Teresa Tulipana and Brett Kaufman. Have a great week, and we'll see you next Wednesday. Mm-hmm.